Hey everybody, Sunny here. Before we get to the show, I just remind you all where you listen to my podcast, Casa Loud Chats. I'm on Anchor, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and more streaming platforms. I'm even on YouTube. With YouTube, just search for Casa Loud Chats and every episode of my show is up there on YouTube. And now, on with the show. Welcome to Casa Loud Chats, a podcast dedicated to Nickelodeon's The Casa Grandes and the Loud House Universe, and I'm your host, Sunny, and welcome to episode 40 of Casa Loud Chats, and today's going to be a very special episode, because we're going to be talking about a very special episode of The Casa Grandes, the big crossover episode with The Casa Grandes and the Loud House, which was Cursed, which premiered last week, which was very exciting, but I but was also excited today because I don't have just one, but two special guests on my show today two recurring guests that came on my show before and now they're back so my first guest i have on today was hero nimbus on the show but now is nino moon welcome back to my show nino hello good to be back welcome back i'm so glad to have you have you back on <laughs> and then my second guest of course is your homie jd welcome back jd let's do this <laughs> Yeah, so I'm I'm very excited to have you. Yep, <laughs> so I'm very excited to have you both on because, as some of you may know, that all of three of us are big Roddy Kid shippers, and Curse had a lot of Roddy Kid fuel, I would say, in the episode. So I really wanted to have like some very like very dedicated Roddy Kid fans to come on for this episode. But there's also a lot of other stuff we need to discuss as well because a lot of news just popped out of nowhere this week so we have a lot to discuss so yeah. yeah so you guys ready to talk about all this exciting stuff we have to talk about today yep let's let's do it let's be hype let's get into some casa news All right, so our first piece of news for this for this week is that after the premiere of Curse, we got a promo for the new Christmas episodes of The Loud House and The Casa Grandes. They're coming out on December 5th. So we have a, a big promo for this episode. So uh, asking you guys for this uh, Christmas promo, is there anything in this promo, any highlights you guys want to talk about with these uh, two episodes coming out? Okay, well, first off, The Loud Family's visit. Yes! <laughs> We are all so excited for that. Like, I'm the moment that I saw the loud show up at the Casa Grandes, I jumped out of my seat and I couldn't believe that was actually happening. It's so crazy. Yeah, biggest 180 they could have pulled yet. Yeah, because like we weren't expecting that, and I would have been totally happy with like having a Christmas episode with no clouds, but they're there, and that's really really exciting. Yeah, that's gonna be really fun, especially since. Ronnie Ann and Bobby's dad, Arturo, is also there. So maybe he'll get to meet Lincoln, Lori, and the others. Yeah, I, I, I feel like he's met Lori before. Probably, maybe. Well, maybe. I, I feel like Bobby would have probably told Arturo about Lori since they're dating, and he likes to tell everybody they're dating. Yeah, they're dating. Yeah. 
Yeah, but yeah, maybe they maybe they started dating some point like before Maria and Arturo got divorced. Maybe I don't know. I I feel like it was in that time they were divorced because again, like Arturo was gone for two years and Radia would have been eight years old when her dad left. So technically, they would have been dating when her dad was gone in Peru. Oh uh, yeah, probably makes sense. That's true. But yeah, like we are we are all like really hyped to see if. You know, the loud showing up is actually, like, in the episode, or some people, and like myself, are worried that it's just gonna be an ending gag, where it's like, oh, like, we can't fit everybody, like, it's like, oh, like, we don't have, like, we don't, we don't have any more room, or it's like, uh, oh, I, I hope no one else shows up, and then the loud show up at the end, and then they fade to black. That's what I'm worried about. Yeah. <laughs> I just hope they don't waste the louds like that, you know? That would be such a cop-out. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I, yeah, I something you stick with it. Uh, like I, I guess we can't be too sure, cause I mean, but like then again, like I guess we just, uh, I don't know. Yeah, we won't know until we have. Like, it's good. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> it's good to see that they're like there at all. Like, like I don't know. That was just pretty. It caught me off guard, definitely. And, um... Yeah, because, again... Uh, yeah, and, like... Yeah, I'm, I'm in your zone there. Like, I do kind of hope something actually comes out of it and it's not just an ending gag. I mean, it would be, like, a great surprise, though, but it's, like... Yeah, I, 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 I wouldn't like it if it was just, like, an ending gag and they don't have any interaction. It's just, oh, we, we showed up. But why? Why are they there, you know? Like, they give us no explanation. It's just, oh, they're there. But this is the first time in, like, Loud House and Casa Grande history that it's not just Lori and Lincoln who are showing up at the Casa Grandes, it's their entire family, which makes it even yeah, more important. Family. It's a very important moment. So, because, like, in that scene, like, you see Lincoln and he looks super nervous, and I think that's why he's really nervous, because his whole family's showing up and not just him and Lori. Yeah, yeah. Because what happened in Purse happened but we'll get to that later oh yeah <laughs> but I'm, I'm, I'm hoping that i'm hoping that lincoln showed up and get, is giving her a present or something yeah that would make sense i mean technically oh, wait technically he did give her one thing cursed when you think about it what do you mean but like they you can say like they gave they gave each other they gave each other what they gave each other a gift when you think about it. What, what, what do you mean by a gift? Like, we don't know really if she kept or not, but we could technically say Lincoln gifted her the compass. Oh, yeah, right. Oh, yeah. That is true. We don't know if she actually took the compass, but she could have. That is true. You are right about that. We don't know, but we'll talk about that later. But. Yeah, so the loud showing up has a lot of potential, but hopefully it's not just an ending gag and, you know, they just kind of waste the louds being there. I hope it's actually, like, part of the episode. Yeah. Yeah. And, and then uh, we saw some of the other, like, people who live in the apartments. We got, like, the Changs, Mr. Nakamura, whatever his name was. All those people. Yeah. Like, M Mr. Nakamura was with... Uh, Corey, which who we've seen before, and I'm like, are they related? Is Corey his son? I don't know why they're together. Yeah, that's that's why I, that's my guess too. Like, like they might be related in some way. Yeah. Um. 
Is there also any other highlights from the Christmas promo you guys want to talk about? Um, Bobby having a snowball fight with uh, Becky and her sibling, I think. Her twin sister. Yeah, that was that was strange. I do like Bobby that he's always carried around his guitar in the in the promo. He he better sing. He better yes. Sing. You can't just give us that and not expect a song. Yeah, yeah, my boy's gotta sing. I feel like because we've seen that um that sneak peek picture of all of them like holding the candles and I think Bobby is like playing the guitar at Mr. Hog. That'll probably be like an ending moment where they're like singing carols together or something. Yeah, yeah, that might be it. They did that with like. Eleven louds of leaping, so it would make sense to do that kind of thing here. Yeah, yeah, and also like uh, we two, we have the two other Loud House episodes, which are seasons cheating and the flip Christmas Carol, and we saw nothing from the Christmas Carol episode. So I wonder they're trying to keep that one a secret. I don't know. Cause uh, that's all I can say. Yeah, because there was a bunch of stuff from the Lincoln one, which a lot of people are worried about, but I will defend my boy in this case because. I feel it'll be a good episode. Yeah, it might be, like, okay, at least. Like, I don't think it's gonna be, like, awful, per se. Hey, I gotta say, the visuals for the Christmas promo, they're looking really good. Oh, yeah, yeah. They really... Yeah, they look pretty good. They really amped up the quality of animation in those episodes, especially the Christmas... the Casa Grande Christmas episode. Like, that's the one I'm really looking forward to. Yeah. Robert Lincoln yeah. in the Christmas room. That was nice. Oh yeah. Christmas lights in his room. I love like the um, the lights in Lincoln's room. It's really nice. Like it's a really nice detail. To remind everybody, the Christmas episodes are happening next week or this week as I'm recording. But they're gonna be this week, this Saturday, uh, December fifth at seven thirty. The Casa Grandes are first, and then the Loud House is next. So. Make sure you don't miss them because they're going to be really, really exciting episodes, especially the Casa Grande Christmas episode. Okay, so our next piece of news. Yes, our next piece of news is is um a bunch of Casa Grande, new episodes of Casa Grande's just got announced out of nowhere. <laughs> like, I wasn't expecting right. us to get new episode announcements, but apparently after the Christmas episodes, we're not going on hiatus. Because there's going to be, I believe, two new episodes on December 12th that were announced which I will read descriptions for. The first one is a uh, guilt trip. Roddy and her primas try to win a trip around the world for Maria. So what do you guys think about this episode? We're getting uh, the, the next Maria episode in the Casa Grandes. It definitely sounds interesting. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's going to be a, yeah. a cute one. Cause like, I, I, I guess Roddy and is trying to win this, co- like win this trip for Maria since like they they figure that Maria's been working so much because like so it's like oh she needs a vacation so that's really yeah, nice. Yeah, they want to give her. A, yeah, they want to give her a vacation. Yeah. Yes, that's gonna be a good one. And then the next one is going to be shortcut, which we got a sneak peek clip from this episode really early on. I don't know how they were able to do that, but we do have a clip from that episode, which is when Carlota fails at hair cutting, she trains with CJ, the master barber. So, what do you guys think about... That's gonna be good. Yeah, yeah. What do you guys think about CJ and Carlota being paired up in this episode? Yeah, they've both been in need of of a new focus episode for a while, so this is gonna be pretty interesting. This is gonna be good. Hey, dual focus is better than separate. Yeah, yeah, because... I feel like Carlota has had the least development of all the cousins, so the fact they're pairing her up with CJ... I think will make the episode very interesting for sure. Yeah, Carlota, 
Yeah, Carlotta's kind of underdeveloped. Like, I like her, but she does need more development. All right. And then after that, we got two new episodes, just uh, two, two more new episodes of Casa Grande's. We don't have dates for these yet, and one of them doesn't have a description yet. But the first one is No Egrets. Sergio is in for a treat when a group of baby birds thinks he's their mama. <laughs> yeah, we get another yeah. Sergio episode. Yay! Isn't that exciting? <laughs> What's next? We got another flip episode after the Christmas one? I mean, I wouldn't be surprised. Because <laughs> we have back-to-back flip and now back-to-back Sergio. Great. It's like, yeah. Yeah. Uh, let's pair up Sergio with baby birds to make redeem him from the episode where he murdered a chicken. Yeah, I'm not falling for a Casagrande's. Yeah, um, it, ex- it exists. It exists, I guess. I mean, I'm sure it'll be cute, but... I don't know if I'll enjoy it as much as I want to. You want to enjoy it? I want to because it sounds like a cute premise of Sergio taking care of baby birds. But yeah, sure. But after we got an episode where he murdered a chicken, I'm worried that he's going to do the same to these baby birds. Uh, yeah. Um, uh, uh, but it's, That's some Alfred Hitchcock. Type. It's something. Like, yeah. like when you go in with low expectations for the episode, usually it turns out okay like like what happened with new roomy yeah yeah i remember we were all like worried about that one that ended up being better than house flip for sure but then of course bad cluck still exists and i'm worried about yeah. this one <laughs> i'm sure i'll be fine <laughs> and then we have another episode that doesn't have a description yet which is meal ticket and we all know what that episode is about yet we'll probably find out in the coming weeks so who knows sounds like a rosa yeah. type episode I feel like that. I'm guessing it's. It's. I'm guessing it's like Bobby, Hector, and or a C- Carl. Maybe maybe two or all three. I don't know. But but to me, it just kind of sounds like that kind of episode. But we'll see when the description comes out. Yeah, I feel like it will be a like a. So like, so like Slinker Swim and um. Bobo business type. True. Yeah. I yeah. See that. yeah. I'd like to see their Carl and Bobby episode, but. I feel like it'll be maybe Hector and Bobby like Boo Boo Business, but not the way that episode turned out. <laughs> so, right, uh, that episode was, I don't know. Yeah, I was going to say, as you're, as you're a fellow Bobby fan, I know you're not really that fond of Boo Boo Business. Yeah, I mean, like, he loves the Mercado so much, but then in Bobo Business, he just ditches it because Hector doesn't like his idea. Yeah. But. We're not here to talk about that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, yeah, we don't know when those episodes are coming out, but it's very exciting. We're getting more Casa Grandes, especially, again, I thought we'd have a hiatus after the Christmas episodes, but no, apparently we're getting new episodes after that. But we don't know about the Loud House yet. Maybe they'll update with the Loud House, but as of, as of right now, we know more about the Casa Grandes, which is very exciting. The Loud House might have some more episodes this month, but we'll see. Yeah, we'll see what happens. Alright, then the next piece of news, of course, for all three of us, as we are all Roddy Kid fans, the 15th Roddy Kid vlog finally came out this week! Isn't this exciting? At last! A vlog is back! We finally have a, a, a 15th one, and I, and I thought it was going to be a Thanksgiving-related one, since the last one they had was Halloween-related, but this one was about them unboxing little mystery packages that they both sent to each other. So since you guys have packages. Yep, yeah. So since, since you guys haven't been on for the vlogs being around, have have you guys been enjoying the Roddy Kid vlogs coming out and what have been your highlights about you know the, the latest one that came out? 
Lincoln gave Ronnie Ann a map of the favorite places he's been to with her in Royal Wood, including the place where they went on that double date. Yes, yes. Okay, so the fact that, first of all, Lincoln gave her a map of Royal Woods and circled all of their, in quotations, favorite spots in Royal Woods, and the first one being the double date at John Wands. That's the first time they ever mentioned state of date in the vlogs. They have never brought that up in the vlogs. And again, Lincoln said double date. And I'm like, I knew, they knew what they were doing saying that. I'm just saying. Yeah. Yeah. At this point, it's very obvious to me that Lincoln wants to take his relationship with Ronnie Yam a step further. But he's got to wait for the right moment. Yeah. Because again, that, that, that. They made all the callbacks they made, though. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because it was uh, saved a date. Uh, last Thanksgiving, I flips, and then, um... Back the, out there. Yeah. Yeah, back out there. Yeah, when Roddy gave him the pie, the last thing was the pie. Oh, yeah. classic Roddy Ann. It's a bring it up at this time. Yeah, because I, you know, with the Casa Grandes, because, like, with the Casa Grandes, I'm always, like, they kind of forget that Roddy Ann does pranks. But then, like, they recently remembered it in, in Mexican Makeover. It was like, oh, Roddy, and this is one of your pranks, isn't it? And it's like, oh, right. Remember, Roddy likes doing pranks. But, it, like, it, it was really, like, this vlog was really nice. Because it was like, oh, they brought each other little gifts that reminded each other of things. And then, of course, don't forget the callback to Don't You Forget About Me, where Lincoln recorded the video of Roddy and skating around Fairway. That was so nice to hear that one, too. And Ronnie Ann surprising. actually sent him that footage in the box. Yeah. So she had it the whole time, and then she gave it back to him, which was really sweet. And he also brought her a flippy again. <laughs> her fa- it melted. But he remembers her favorite flavor, which is so cute. Oh, man. I love these vlogs, man. Like, they just give us really good, like, Ronnie Kid fuel in these vlogs. Like, super-duper adorable stuff with them. And then it's, like, the callbacks... And all the, the ship hinting, it's like, I still can't stop thinking about Lincoln giving her that map. It's like, our favorite spots in Royal Woods. Like, not mine, not yours, our favorite spots, literally, and then one of them is yeah. dates. I'm just saying, like, there's a lot of hinting there, man. Uh, I was gonna say, there's anything else, anything else you guys want to talk about with the vlogs before we move on? Honestly, these vlogs, like, they're... I'm surprised they haven't just decided to digitalize these and make them their own podcast thing. I mean, yeah, we have familiar sounds and listen out, but it wouldn't hurt to try that though. Oh man, I I've been wa- like I've been wanting a Roddy Kid podcast, like either on the main one or Familiar Sounds, because we had Sidani, we've had Click and McCloud, but it would be cool they did like a crossover with the podcast because. Rodia did mention Lincoln in the first Familiar Sounds where she was like, oh, well, yeah, Lincoln and his sisters have a podcast. It's like, why don't we just get one? But I feel like these are, like, making up for the fact that we don't have a podcast with the two. But the vlogs are just so nice because it's, like, just the two of them talking to each other for, like, eight to ten minutes, you know? Really cute stuff. Yeah. And they, again, they, they pumped them out, like, they used to pump them out constantly, but... Now they're like, they remember that the vlogs exist, so it's like, oh, like, everybody's been enjoying these, so let's continue to bring them back every once in a while, so it's nice that they didn't abandon them after, because, like, we had the 11 v- or, yeah, it was the, I think it was the 12th vlog that we took a hiatus, which I assume was because of COVID, but then once they realized that they could record from home or go back to the studio, they're like, well, we could still pump out a few of these vlogs, because we could just do the puppet animation and 
you know, Isabella and Asher could record from home. We could do that for content. So it's still nice that they still make these for us. It's really nice. Yeah, plus uh, YouTube monetization. They got to break that in. That's true. That's true. Well, I mean, the, the YouTube channel... The YouTube channel posts out, pumps out, like, content a lot. But then it's also, like, those yeah. weird compilations of the stinkiest stuff in the Loud House. It's like, okay, they're running yeah. out of ideas. Yeah, and then yeah, it's, like, clips from the episodes and whatnot. Sounds very suspect. <laughs> yeah, yeah, true, true. But, yeah, it was nice to get another vlog, and hopefully we'll get another one next month. Maybe they'll have it in time for Christmas or a new year, or just another random one like this one, but it's always nice to get these. All right, so maybe maybe one for both. Oh yeah, because I'm looking back on the old vlogs. They made one for both New Year's and Christmas. They did, yeah. I love the Christmas Probably, one. Yeah. The Christmas one was really cute because they both sang Jingle Bells at the end, and the New Year's one was all right. Like I liked that one, but it wasn't as strong as the Christmas one. But I. Still think my favorite one is still number number eleven, just because of Lincoln giving Ronnie and that uh Yukon hoodie. Still like the greatest thing ever happened to V Hugs. It's not my favorite one actually. Oh, it's so good, so good. 15, wait, fourteen or fifteen? Oh yeah, yeah. The the Holly Holly one was good too, but it's just nice to always get these, no matter what kind of uh topic they're talking about with each other, you know. So it's always nice to get. Yeah. Roddy can fuel. The more Roddy can, the better. Yeah, because, like, guys, we won this week. We got Curse, and we got the vlog, man. We just keep winning. And then, yeah. and then maybe next week, if, you know, the Louds do play a role in the Christmas episode, we might get a Roddy Kim moment, and then we win three times in a row. I'm saying, I think the Christmas... I know that those shows are same universe and all that, but I'm saying, like... No, I'm saying, I think they connected to each other to the point where, like... It could potentially be happening the same week, and where Lincoln could potentially acknowledge seasons cheating for all we know when he calls the physicer. That that could happen because um someone on our someone on the Discord pointed out that in uh, one of the clips where the Louds were having Christmas Eve dinner, the day that the Casa Grande celebrate their Christmas, their Nota Nota Via or Nota Chia or however you say it. Their Christmas is celebrated on Christmas Eve, so we were kind of what like kind of connecting that maybe. Noche buena. Noche buena. Thank you. I don't know how to say, it, but yes, thank you. Uh, they celebrate Christmas Eve, so when the Lao said they were having Christmas Eve dinner, we were thinking, well, maybe that scene because they're like there's like a, there's like a random bunch of garbage that shows up in the house when they're trying to have dinner. So we were all thinking maybe that's when the Louds actually show up at the Casa Grandes after their meal gets ruined or something. Maybe they have Christmas dinner and they somehow just show up at the Casa Grandes three hours after or something. I don't know. But again, you know, we can have. So that's believable. True, but then again, the show, the Loud House has had three, three April Fool's Day episodes in a row with no clear timeline or the characters aging up. So. I guess it doesn't really matter. Yeah. Yeah, that, that, that kind of thing just happens. So, so I guess we'll see how it turns out when we actually watch the episode. Yeah, so, yes. All right. So let's move on to the last piece of news, which is that actually tonight as we're recording on Saturday, uh, Nickelodeon is going to be having their All-Star Nickmas Spectacular special, which 
I, I, I'm saying this because I, I know probably a lot of us aren't going to be watching it, but I'm going to be watching it because apparently Lincoln, Lucy, and Ronnie are going to be making cameos in this spectacular special. But I think it's just going to be where just, they're just going to show up and be like, oh, I hope you guys have a Merry Christmas or whatever. But I might just watch it just to see if anything happens or maybe Lincoln and Ronnie and talk to each other or something. I don't know. But are you guys going to check this out or are you just going to wait till like maybe I'll talk, talk about it or... Yeah, for me it just kind of exists, but but then like I'll be on Twitter, and if you and if anything happens with Ronnie Cannon, you're talking about it. You know I'm gonna like those posts. Oh yeah, yeah. If anything happens with Ronnie Cannon, that's special. Yeah, you know I'll be all for it. <laughs> but yeah, so yeah. just so everybody knows, it it was it was yeah. So it was tonight at 9 p.m. as we're recording this is on Saturday, but I will make sure to check it out. But yes, that is all the news this week for the Loud House and the Casa Grandes. I was going to do YouTube updates, but I'll do that another time. So uh, so we are going to take a break. And when we come back, we are going to talk about the big Casa Grande, big special, the curse special, which is a big special and the crossover special, of course, with the Louds as well. So yes, the big Casa Grande special curse we're going to be talking about when we get back. Let's get talk about the big Casa Grande sort of crossover but big Casa Grande special curse which is technically the series the season one finale of the Casa Grandes even though it's episode 19 but it feels like a big finale of season one so yes we are going to get into talking about cursed as a special which is Rosa thinks that the entire city is cursed thanks to Ernesto so before we get into big details talking about big details of the special I want to ask you both your overall thoughts on the special. So, Nino, I'd like you to go to first. I'd like you to go first, Nino. What are your overall thoughts on Curse as a special? All right. Well, um, it was it was pretty okay. Like, I probably give it like an eight out of ten. Cause um, like, like it was mostly like uh, just trying to like piece my thoughts together. Um, like um, there were definitely some things that happened that I wasn't really expecting. Okay, uh, I'm trying to think of like. Low letter something that okay okay yeah so like um okay so like the the last part where it turned out that Ernesto made it up about the city being cursed because he had a pimple and didn't want people to see it that was definitely something I wasn't expecting. I also just like seeing all the moments of like the Casa Grandes and the loud siblings just like interacting like just a little bit even if they didn't really talk like in particular. Ronnie Ann acknowledging Lisa. Yes, I. Uh, that was a pretty good part. I me. finally got my victory for once. I've been waiting for Ronnie Ann to acknowledge a loud sister that isn't Lori, and she finally said Lisa's name in the show. I I did a victory dance on that. I'm so happy. <laughs> yeah, that that was cool. <laughs> um, was I'll carry it over to Jake. 
I'll carry it over to JD for now. Yeah, so JD, what about you? Overall thoughts on Curse as a special? It is a very unique special. Like, from all the clips, I like like the clips and the promos, we thought things were going to... The things actually ended up happening differently. Like, the flood. We thought that was going to be Lana. Nope. Straight up being the big crier she is. But yeah, it was awesome, to say the least. The cleansing sequence was a very drug-like, had a very drug trip-like feel. But it was nice. Yeah, yeah. Uh, That was definitely something. Yeah, yeah, that was... They all got them dance moves. Especially Ronnie Anna Bob. Oh yeah, her little wavy arms, like, oh my god. So great. Yeah. My choices were on point, though. I love the color palette in that scene. Like, the Casagrandes had such a great color palette in their show, so the, the blues and the pigs, like, the blues and pigs. Yeah. Yeah. So well done. Yeah, Casagrandes like, like to have a lot of fun with the animation. But, uh, JD, anything else about Curse you want to say? Oh, boy, I cannot wait to go mental about <laughs> Yeah. Oh, wait, oh, wait, I gotta go, I gotta go last, and then we can go all full mental on certain scenes that we want to talk about, yeah. Um, so as for me, for the special, you know, I have to say I really did enjoy it a lot. Like, you know, some people are disappointed by certain stuff, and I can agree, yeah, the Louds and Casa Grande's interaction wasn't as long as we wanted it to be. But I overall really liked it as the special. It's probably a stronger special than Operation Dad, and everybody knows my very strong feelings on Operation Dad. That I do that. I was very disappointed by that special, and but but this one I had a lot of fun with, and I just thought it was really really fun and some good stuff in it. And yeah, the cleansy scene was great. The the lousy the lousy Cas- being with each other was great, and just yeah, there was a lot of good stuff in it. So overall, really yeah. really liked it. Yeah, for me, Curse didn't disappoint. It, like, pulled the rug out from under my feet. Yeah. The scene. The scene, okay. The scene. We need to talk about the scene. <laughs> okay, yeah, we gotta jump right into the scene. Okay. Curse really said, I like your cut, G. <laughs> uh, Miguel really said, oh... Casagrande's room said, okay, you guys want Roddy Kid? Oh, you want a hug? Oh, no, we'll, we won't give you a hug. We'll give you angst. <laughs> we'll give you angst. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. Get emotional now. Okay, so the scene that we're talking about is, you know, the scene where after the, the Casagrande's, their plan fails to get them to go home with Rosa. Rosa drags them to the woods, which is like, you know... Not the best idea of Rosa's part, but she drags them out, and then we see Roddy Ann, she's really upset in the car, she puts her hand to the window, and as they're driving away, the only character you see in the shot watching her is Lincoln, until they they, they cut to the entire- until they cut to the entire family, and you know what else is sad about that scene? Is that Lincoln says, smell you later, and that's what's even sadder about it. So yeah, yeah, like like they really know what they're doing. They knew what they were doing. Yeah, they could have easily had it be Bobby and Lori, but the fact that it was Ronikin, oh my gosh! There's just so much. There's like you expected to happen with Lobby, but with Ronikin, it just hits that much more. It's like this is the next step in their development as a relationship. Because again, 
with Roddy and putting her hand in the window and looking so sad and looking to Lincoln, it's really emphasizing that she, in her heart, misses Lincoln, even though she would never admit it. Like, that's just, like, this, the best way to show that she misses Lincoln. And again, he's the one that's watching her leave before they cut to the entire family. Like, they knew what they were doing. That Again, like you said, they could have had Lori and Bobby. This seems like a Lori and Bobby moment where, like, you know, Lori's chasing after the car and she's crying and something. But again, they kept the focus on Lincoln and Roddy and which makes it even more impactful because we've never gotten a scene like this with them before, which is really emotional. Yeah, exactly. It's that kind of show don't tell things. And um, I talk about this on Twitter, but, okay, I'm about to go mental. Yes, okay, so please like, go. For horoscope. Ernesto said he predicted that Ronnie Ann would find love. Like, he didn't say she would find it right there on the spot, right away, immediately. He didn't say that. He, he said that she would find love. So, like, you, you, you already know the cop-out ending with Ronnie Ann technically finding love, but it's love burns. But that's not what Ernesto meant. So... When you think about it, the curse scene where, where the, fam, the Casagrandes are all driving away, Ronnie M's looking back at Lincoln through the window. It's, it's that show don't tell thing that she really does. She really is going to miss Lincoln. Then they make a pit stop at Flip, and Ronnie M's like, you know, guess I should use the bathroom for my last moment in civilization. But then she sees Ernesto's van right there next to Flip in Royal Wood. And he's the and he's technically the reason that Ronikin has been brought together twice only to be split apart again due to circumstances. All I'm saying is the universe works in mysterious ways. You know it, man, like yeah, uh, JD I want, do you want to go full mental on anything for this scene or anything oh about Rodikin? Yes. Your mic is yours. Okay, I oh, I mentioned this on Discord on how every relationship in both shows has a thread that is torn but it's for a reason and not just there to be there. What's the Rodikin thread that's torn? Fear and distance. Lincoln's fear that he's going to jeopardize everything by confessing, and Ronnie's fear that their really, their friendship is going to be over if he actually goes through with it. And then the distance, because he watched he watched her leave him twice, and he's not even a grown dude. He just, he's like this man. Oh, to watch the person. Deeply, enjoyingly care about the most. Have to to watch them have to leave you twice within a small span of time. Like we could say that's like a few months, right? Lincoln just went. Like, Ronikin is like Lincoln goes through pain, but he also goes through experiences too. Let's be honest. He might have looked happy on the outside and relative chaos, but that man was like. And I'm really all alone now. Yeah, and then it's the way for motto. And 
And then in the Christmas special, you see the Loud family come up to the door, and he's looking nervous. So and it's Christmas, a.k.a. mistletoe season. Yeah, who, who knows what's going to come out of that, you know? <laughs> I feel I feel like, realistically, we won't get a Roddy Kim mistletoe kiss. It'll probably be a lobby, because yeah, of course it will. probably a lobby yeah. thing. I mean, I, I would be, like, really shocked if, like, like, Lincoln's giving her the present and they end up at the mistletoe, but they don't actually realize it until they look up or somebody points it out. It's, like, the subtle hinting of that. Yeah, um... Yeah, um, I, 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 I don't think there will be a Ronnie-kin, like, mistletoe kiss, but at the very least, I'm hoping he gives her a gift, like he usually does when he comes to the mirror. But, uh, JD, is there anything else you want to say before I go full mental? <laughs> okay, that's gonna be crazy. <laughs> Anything else before I go full that mental? That scene is absolutely depressing. And I feel like... But I can say this. First is like Iron Man 2. The more stuff that comes out... more stuff that comes out related to Ronikin, the more it's going to be called back to. Oh yeah, absolutely. Oh boy. Yeah, so... That scene for no reason. And now you may go full mental. All right, it's my turn to step up to the mic. Okay. So, you know, here we go. Here we go. <laughs> Three hours later. <laughs> so, you know, I am of course one of the biggest Roddy Kid shippers in this entire fandom. I've done a full analysis on their relationship, and I still say, without any sort of doubt or no denying it, Roddy Kid has the best relationship development of any couple in the, in both shows. I'm sorry, no couple has had the biggest development they've had in every single episode or moment with these two every single moment there's a there's a big development moment for the next step in their huge development because like i said this on twitter and i thought like i literally thought about this like in the middle of the night and i made a post about it so i wouldn't forget so in curse you know Lincoln is really excited to see Roddy, and like he says, they're here, they're here, they're here, like he runs to the door, he opens the door, Roddy is there, he's so excited she's here, only for him to be so upset that he has to watch her leave at the end. That's what's so depressing about it, because he was so happy he finally got her back in Royal Woods to spend time with her, there in their house, and he's so happy to be with her, and they're, again... They're with each other throughout the entire episode. There's, like, no moment besides maybe when Roddy and her family go to bed that Lincoln and Roddy are not next to each other. They're with each other in every single moment. And it just shows that these two really love being with each other and aren't scared to be with each other, even if both of their families are around. Because I, I said this on Twitter where, like, you know, I kind of miss the sh the sisters being, like, you know, excited and fangirling over Lincoln and Roddy and being together. But I am happy that now that the sisters are kind of backed out of meddling Lincoln's love life, he can finally be chill around Rodian and sit next to her without their, her his family making a huge fuss about it. But like again, like he was so excited for her to come over, only again to watch her leave in the end. And again, he sadly says "smell you later," which by the way, that's the first time Lincoln's ever said "smell you later" because that's Rodian's little little like catchphrase or goodbye thing she would say to Lincoln. Now, the first time they ever said it was in relative chaos, and he said, not if I smell you first. But every other time, she's always said, smell you later, ever since relative chaos. So the first time he ever says, smell you later, in their relationship, is a sad moment where he has to watch her leave to go off to the woods. Like, again, they could, they didn't have to do that, that, that whole scene as emotional as they did. 
But the fact, again, that it's Ronnie Ann who's watching Lincoln, and she puts her hand in the window, and she's so sad, and he's the one that's watching her leave before it cuts to everybody, and, and they added the smell you later line, really makes it the, the next step in their development as a relationship. And the Casagrandes have done such a great job with that. Because, you know, we had Horoscope, which was the, you know, the shipping fuel episode for them. And, you know, hinting at things that Lincoln could have feelings for her, we don't know. And, you know, Roddy and having fear of that. But this is like the next part where, you know, I, I really want Roddy Ann to develop her feelings for Lincoln more than Lincoln. Because we've seen so much of his developing feelings for her. And how excited he gets to hang out with her. Or really just being around her. Whereas Ronnie and we don't know how she feels. Besides being paranoid about ruining their friendship and they became a thing. But in that tiny little moment in Cursed. It really showed that deep down inside. She really does care about Lincoln. And, and loves spending time with him. And doesn't want to lose him. Just like all her other fears of her friends. Because she has, because we, we've talked about how she has anxiety about losing her friends. Or her parents' divorce and all that stuff. So, Lincoln's a very important person in her life that she doesn't want to lose. So, in that moment, it really shined that she does really miss him deep down inside. And I'm like, yes, that is the next step in their development. That's the next step. And then, like, you know, maybe something will happen in the Christmas episode, we don't know. But Casa Grande's really has done a great job with developing their relationship. And then, of course, we have seasons two and three to look forward to, to more crossover and eventually more development with them. So I just never thought we would get a, we would get a moment like that in the show ever, you know, but we did. And again, it's the next step in their relationship development. And I'm like still thinking about that moment that should have been so emotional and sad. And again, that's the last time the Louds ever saw the cast of Grandes. And again, it was focusing on Roddy and Lincoln and it could have been Lori and Bobby, but no, they kept the focus on Roddy Kin throughout the entire special and it just, there's just so much they could do with that. So, yeah, I'm done now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, uh, Ronnie Ann has her fear of losing people, like like friends. Lincoln has that fear, too, as we saw in uh, Friends of Dry Places and episodes like that. But this is the kind of thing where we start to see that those fears of losing each other, and that, like, that's, and that's really intriguing to see, especially for, like, Ronikin as a whole. To me, it just it just really feels like uh, the show the shows kind of like they're taking that next step and, and like they're grad they're slowly yet surely working towards making Ronikin official at some point down the line. Yeah, because uh, another, oh, yeah. another thing I wanted to say before I ask other people I ask you guys other opinions, but the next thing I want to say is that. In Cursed, when the Casagrande show up at the house, you see Roddy in the middle and she says, hi, Link, and then all of them show up. But then in the Christmas special, when the Louds show up, it's Lincoln who's in the middle with the Louds showing up at the Casagrandes. So again, they're still giving those parallels between Lincoln and Roddy Ann in that way, you know? Because I'm thinking like, yeah, they're both the protagonists of their main shows, but again, Roddy is in the leak. Roddy is in the middle at the Loud House, and Link is in the middle at the Casa Grande. So, I'm still saying there's those parallels between the two. Yeah, those parallels that make it all the more intriguing. Yeah, uh, JD. J and the parallels and the parallels are what make the relationships development all the more better. 
Exactly. Yeah, because like you said, Nino, they both have those insecurities about losing their friends, but again, in a different sense, because Link is more of like his social status versus Ronnie in with her family issues. And again, we've all wanted to see, well, if they both have these fears about losing their friends, how come they don't feel that way about each other? And Curse really showed that. It showed a moment of, yes, they both have a fear of losing each other and are scared of losing each other in that moment. So, like, it's just so much, there's just so much to think about with that one scene that they should, that, that really should not have been as impactful as it was, but it really does. It's like, to me, it's going to go down as one of the biggest stepping stones in the Roddy King relationship once we get more moments. Like, that's, that's the beginning of it. Like, Horoscope, I feel like, was kind of the beginning of it, but it was more of like, okay, we kind of are doing this, but we don't know where we're going to go in this direction. But I feel like after Curse, that's that's the step. That's that's like, like Horoscope was like the tiny baby step where it's like, oh, we're starting out slowly, but we don't know where we're going. But Curse is like, oh, now we're good. Now we're getting somewhere, you know? So yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, but is there anything else you guys want to talk about Roddy Kid-wise before we talk about any other elements of Curse that we like, so... Watch this episode. Um, this episode be referenced so many times. Like, I don't know if they'll introduce, like, the concept of flashbacks in the show. Oh, wait, they did. Yeah. With the role model, they introduced the flashbacks. I feel like they're gonna do this more in like the next the next two and a half seasons. Yeah, maybe. I'd like to see that if they do more flashbacks. Especially if they do them correctly and don't do it like White Hair did. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I Yeah, but I think um at this point that I feel like this is the point that the writers of both shows like are kind of starting to like know what they're doing more, something like that. Yeah, definitely. Because like again, with that moment where like you know, they they could have just cut to the entire family first. That that could have been so easy for them to do. But the fact that they cut to Lincoln first and then the whole family, it seriously feels like they know what they were they're doing. And they're listening to the, I feel like they're listening to the fan feedback, because they know how, you know, how big Ronnie Kid is in our fandom, and, you know, we're like, well, yeah, we want to see what else you could do with them, like, just don't forget about them, they're kind of important, not just because they're the main characters of both series, but because they've had this really long, really long and developing relationship that you shouldn't forget, you know? Yeah, the kind of thing that started way back in season one. Yeah, it's been a long-running thing, and i you know, I'm really happy they finally have been really slowly starting to realize that, hey, these two actually need to develop and have focus. Because, again, Roddy is the main character of the Castagrandes. We can't just be having Bobby mention Lori a million times. No offense, Nino. <laughs> uh, I mean, none taken. Like, well, I mean, like, I like Lori and Bobby. I, I like them as a couple. But, like, then again, they don't need to have Bobby bring it up every single time. Like, we get it. You're dating. We know. I mean, I Just like Lori always brought it up a lot in the earlier scenes of the Loud Out. I was gonna say, I'm sure you enjoyed that scene where they were making uh, Google eyes at each other at the bathroom door. Yeah, I mean, uh, kind of, sort of, but then, like, considering the circumstances. 
where they're all like lining up at the bathroom. Like Bobby's just existed as Lori's boyfriend for like the longest time, and like now that the Casa Grande's spinoff is a thing, and Bobby can do more as his own character, like an individual. I I just want to see like more of that, like Bobby being his own character and not just being Lori's boyfriend. So like I do agree that he shouldn't bring her up like every possible chance he can get. Like it just gets old, you know. I just want him to like develop more as an individual character. And also where's the freaking Ronnie Ann and Bobby bonding up? Oh my god. When done that yet. (laughs) Oh, we're all we all want a Ronnie and Bobby Bonnie episode. Where is it? Where is the Bonnie episode? Yeah, like I remember you 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 were talking. I remember one day you were talking about a dream you had where they got lost in the forest or something. Oh, oh my god. Oh, oh, let me let me let me cuz I remember it very fondly. Um I had yeah. a, I had a dream about Lori and Bob not Lori Bob. Uh, Rowdy and Bobby and like they just randomly ended up in the forest and like Bobby got stuck in the mud or something, and Roddy was getting furious with him or something. But then, like, they started having a heart-to-heart, and Roddy was like, uh, you know, like, ever since we've gone to the city, things have been different since we moved from Royal Woods. You know, your your girlfriend Lori's in college, and they cut to Lori at Fairway, just randomly golfing. And then, um, it cut back to Roddy, and she said, like, and Lincoln, and she just started, like, having this really soft sigh, like, she was like, uh, I miss him or something like that. But then she was like saying how, you know, now that we're in, now that we're in the city, even though I have Sid and my friends and you have, you know, Par and stuff, we still have each other. And I was like, that's the perfect premise for an episode to acknowledge yeah. that they're so important to each other. Because like, you know, what's love got to do of it had the line of, you know, you're my brother. I'm not leaving without you. That's the potential right there. Why don't you do anything with exactly. it? Yeah, yeah, and then when you were talking about that, like, I, like I added on to the idea of it, and it was like, um, Bobby, like Bobby, like Bobby's just like, oh, uh, like he acknowledges that Ronnie and feel feels like uh, he, they're drifting apart, but but he says like I'm just as scared of us drifting apart because. I work as much as I do because I don't want to let the family down. I don't want to let you down. I, I, I'm always scared that I'm not good enough. And then she's like, uh, you may not be the perfect brother, but you're my brother, and that's all that matters to me. Yeah, because, like, before they moved to the city, because, yeah, like, before they moved to the city, they only had each other. Like, of course, Bobby had Lori, but they only had each other in Royal Woods, and you know, now everything's changed, but the relationship shouldn't change at all. You know, because I've mentioned in Living La Casa Loud, there's the My Bobby and Me comic, where Roddy and Bobby spend the day together, and then Roddy Ann is, like, upset that she's been kind of, like, you know, getting in the way of, like, Bobby showing her cool stuff, but Bobby's like, no, I'm really proud of the way you've adjusted the city life, and that should have been its own episode. That should not have been a comic. Like, that, that right there you could do so much with. It just... Yeah, like, yeah, it really shows that they do care about each other, and just, like, I want to see more of that, you know? Yeah, because, like, in stress tests, I do like Roddy and recognizing that Bobby really loves the Mercado, and that's the only way he could study, and that was a great moment with them, 
or like Bobby like comforting Roddy about their dad and how she thinks he should come back but really not but that's it like we just get little moments with them together in the background but not a single episode about you know them being siblings stress test is the episode stress test is the episode that made me like Bobby as a character honestly I actually had a theory about this oh do tell um, wait, um, that, uh, the other cast episode, what's it called again? Not the Sergio one. Uh, the one that isn't about, sir, that isn't about murder. Oh, it's the, um, <laughs> it's the oh, meal the, ticket one. About meal, meal ticket? Yeah, like, for all we, like, then, like, for all we know, that could be a Bobby and Ronnie episode if they choose to. So, I but, feel like that feel not 100%, but I feel like it might be an episode about them. Because for all we know, they could potentially enjoy cooking. They could potentially have a shared interest in cooking, and then they expand upon it But that. Yeah. But I mean, like, then again, for all we know, it could just be Carl scamming. Yeah, so. yeah. Yeah, as, as much as I would want that, yeah, it's probably just another... Carl's scheme again, ha ha ha. I mean, like, if Bobby and Roddy are involved, then maybe that would be nice, but it's like, yeah, another Carl focus episode, and Roddy is suspicious about him or not, according to plot. <laughs> but, uh, we've gone off the rails for a second, but, um, yeah. I want to shift it back to Curse for a second, but, so we've talked a long length about Roddy Kid, obviously, but, um, for you guys, is there anything in Curse, to spe- like, in the specials, is there any other highlights you guys want to talk about with the special besides, you know, the very important shipping stuff. But is there anything else in Curse that you guys really like that you want to talk about? Hey, I don't... No one really talks about this, but can we just give props to George Lopez for being him and making it funny? George Lopez is a great actor. (laughs) He's a a freaking funny comedian. (laughs) The man is funny. Yeah, it really seems like he has a lot of fun playing Ernesto Estrella. The color palette was a highlight, especially during the drug trip cleanse. <laughs> More importantly, you can feel like, like if you pay close attention to the way they were writing things, other than Ronnie Kim and all that, the writing went up a good, they writing went up a significant amount in this episode. Like, you think. Yeah, and honestly. Think, you think that hearing Ernesto, you think Ernesto, Rosa being a super fan of Ernesto isn't unlikely, but she's literally, but I think it's an interesting concept they expanded upon that Rosa is a bit of a nerd too. And I feel like delve into it enough, you could have like, yeah, um, this so. Like, what if they have Comic-Con in the universe? What are they going to do? <laughs> yeah. Uh, Rosa has a... Um, Rosa's got Ernesto merch in the same way Sid got you Guan merch. Well, I mean, in the Loud House, they had King of the Con, which they had at a savvy convention. So maybe they have, yeah, like... Yeah. I, I know Rodney had mentioned one time in the vlog that her and Sid were going to a 12 is Midnight convention. So I would be surprised if Ernesto like, shows up at conventions and stuff to promote things, like his his book. <laughs> I hope this isn't the last time we see Ernesto, since technically Roddy had found out he was a fake 
So I hope this isn't the last time we see him. Yeah, I mean, I, I feel like he'll show up again, but like we'll see. Well, we don't. We'll see what happens like down the road. Like I'm just like I was kind of upset that Rodney didn't mention anything from Horoscope. Because, again, this is the guy that made her so paranoid about Lincoln being in love with her. You would think she was still on PTSD because of that, you know? Because, like, oh, wait, he's a fake? So, like, you're telling me I was worried about Lincoln being in love with me for nothing? <laughs> you know? Because, like, that should have been kind of a thing. Because, like, yeah, she was mad at him for this whole situation. But added to the fact that she was also, like, very paranoid about Lincoln being in love with her. And it turned out it's not technically true and it, i mean it technically wasn't true but even though ernesto is still fake so technically her horoscope was true so you know i was just kind of upset they, they, they didn't mention anything from horoscope oh firstly he never said she would exactly find love in that moment secondly i feel like her being pissed in the moment he showed up was good enough that's true yeah the whole moment was she just i feel like she was I feel like if it wasn't for the fact that this is a kid show, she would have just murdered him the moment he appeared. Yeah, because, like, right. I know you guys have said that she wasn't going to find love that moment, but technically in the episode, Ernesto said, for today, you will find love. But, again, like, the signs that were pointing to his definition of love was romantic love, because it was... There was a heart and the and, and and stuff and the arrow and then love me romantic love not the love bird so I feel like Ernesto is technically right but also because he's a fake I don't know because like we don't really know if he is right or wrong in the sense because it was it, it was it was proven in this episode that he's he's just a TV show host kind of like you know um, uh, Hunter Specter in uh, Arg when Lincoln found out that he was a fake. But they still watch it, so I don't know what's right or wrong. Yeah, and then uh, ghosts did happen, so like technically ghosts are still real, but that's you know. true. That's true. Yeah, because ghosts do exist apparently in the Loud House, so maybe Ernesto is right. We just don't know because you know this episode says that he's raw. He's he's not he's not uh, a real psychic, but he could be. We just don't know because you know <laughs> he could be a psychic in like a different way, in a different sense. Yeah. Uh, and I'm uh, you brought up horoscope, like like you did say that uh, you were like technically Ernesto did say it would they would people would find love that day. Yeah, he said today. He said today. So like, yeah, yeah. So like, like I, I get that. I, like I feel like I can kind of sort of link that to the to like the Ronnie thing I was going off about earlier. Like um. Like, like he said, find love. So, like, maybe it wasn't about like Ronnie Ann and Lincoln just falling in love right there on the spot, but Ronnie Ann would find the person she was going to fall in love with. The fact that Lincoln called like literally right after that's that. like Lincoln Lau, good timing on his end. Like, yeah, because the fact that like, she literally got. The prediction that moment that Lincoln called it it's still like the sense that yes Lincoln is the one that she's finding because again he's he, he's coming to the city he found she found him coming to the city but again like the cop out ending was she found Sid's love bird but again the, Ernesto meant romantic love not 
animal love. Like, literally romantic yeah. love. Yeah, like, honestly, yeah, something I'm thinking about, like, right now is, um, like, like, I just thought of this. Like, if, if there's another Ronikin thing, and, like, Ernesto shows up again, like, I, I, I imagine, like, Ronnie and confronting him, like, like, why do you even bother? You're a fake. You said I would find love, but I haven't found it. But then he's like, I only said you would find love. I didn't say you would fall in love. And then, like, what if he's, well, what if he's eventually the one who somehow helps Ronnie Ann realize that maybe she does have feelings for Lincoln? Yeah, because, like, um, again, Ernesto was introduced in Horoscope, which was the Ronnie Kid episode, and then he was brought back here again, which had Ronnie Kid in it. And so I'm saying Ernesto is the connecting link between the Lincoln and Ronnie Ann with them coming together. So again, if there were to be yeah. another Ronnie Kid episode in Casa Grandes, and somehow Ernesto is linked to that again, that means he is the glue that holds them together, and he is the driving force to where something will happen between them, and like maybe Ronnie Ann finally realizes, like, why is Ernesto always showing up whenever I'm going over to Lincoln, or Lincoln's coming to me, or why is Ernesto always here? And then she's like, oh my god, it, 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 what he said is actually true, you know, but... I think, again, she needs to realize it herself instead of relying on a silly prediction that obviously she thinks didn't happen. Because, you know, she said, like, oh, I didn't find love. You know, like, she tried to brush it off like it was nothing. But clearly she was, yeah. like, denying it. But, uh, <laughs> uh, I love this Ronnie Kid talk, guys, but we still need to stay on topic. Um, yeah, I'm sorry. No, it's okay. No, it's okay. Yeah. I, I, I shouldn't say yeah. that, but, yeah. Um. There's one thing I wanted to bring up with Curse was that, and I think we all could uh, generally agree on this. The Louds, why did they decide to put all the Casagrandes into Lynn and Lucy's room and make them sleep in coffins? Yeah, Bobby got scared when he saw things. <laughs> we agreed on Bobby got abused the whole episode. Oh yeah. I'm sorry for your boy. Yeah, he's, he's gotta deal with a lot. <laughs> I mean, even when Bobby tripped into the mud, Lori didn't look concerned at all. She didn't even run to go check on him, you know? It's just like, that's your boyfriend. And it's like, oh, I'm alright. And Lori doesn't even go to check on him. Yeah. <laughs> that happened. Wow, Lori, you in two months. Yeah, but like, that's the thing, because like, why don't the Louds know how to have guests over their house? Like, because again, like, like, uh, Someone said that, like, Lincoln and Clyde had a sleepover at one point. They all had sleeping bags for them. Why couldn't they just let them sleep in other rooms on the floor or something? Like, I know Ronnie was like, oh, at least we don't have to sleep on the floor. But then she was like, I'd rather sleep on the floor. Yeah, why don't you just go to another room? Ask Lincoln to sleep on this floor or anywhere else. They could have just said, why can't we just go into another room? Why, why do we have to sleep in coffins? You know, what? who made this decision? Oh, no. Also, frenzy happened in the Loud House. Like, there were a lot of people there. Like, literally every sibling, except maybe Lily. Like, they all brought their friends over. That just got packed. Like, what happened in Curse, that was nothing compared to what happened in Frenzy. Yeah, but, like, with Frenzy, they weren't staying over. They were just having a party until their parents got back home. So, like, but the, the Casagrandes were staying overnight. So they, they were like, okay, uh, yeah, 
Let's let them sleep in coffins. That's the best solution for guests. Like, the Labs have never had guests over, like, to sleep over for the night? Like, come on. I don't believe that. I really don't. Yeah, are you, like, are you... Oh, yeah, and I'm, uh, a last lad on Earth or something. Like, 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 and Clyde just stayed up all day watching those zombie movies. But then again, Clyde isn't... Clyde is one person. That's not a whole family, so, like... I don't know. Yeah, I don't know why they like. Why couldn't they sleep in Lisa's bunker? You know, she has a bunker. Why can't they yeah, sleep Lisa, in there? Lisa's bunker is right there. Continuity? What's that? Exactly. Because <laughs> like, where did Lynn and Lucy sleep? Did they sleep on the couch? Did they sleep in Lincoln's room again, like a Space Invader? Like, we don't know where they ended up. But it's like they had to give like they had to give away their rooms to the Casa Grandes, which to me isn't very fair. But also, again, they could just let them sleep in sleeping bags on the floor, which would have been the best solution. But it's like, no, like, next time you do, like, I have to say, next time they have a crossover and the Casagrades do stay over the louds, the louds, just let them sleep on the floor. <laughs> that was a dumb idea to let them sleep in Lynn Lucy's room. I don't know why they did that. I really don't. Were those coffins even washed? Like, like, how can you have... 25 people in one house, but you didn't make sure to at least clean your house. Well, I mean, it, it was a last-minute thing. They were expecting the Casagrandes to show up. But yeah, also the fact yeah. that, again, those coffins, there could have been dead people in there. <laughs> again, why yeah. did Lucy think that was a good idea? Why didn't Lori let Bobby sleep in her bed? You know, the couple that's kind of together that should be sleeping together? Yeah, yeah, that's that's what I was thinking too. Like, isn't that kind of <laughs> like Lori? Why did you have to put Bobby through all that? No concern for her boyfriend, even though they're dating. It's like Bobby slid down the mud. Oh, oh, he's fine. She sleeps it. He sleeps in the coffin. Oh, it's fine. Like, why couldn't he sleep in her room? You know, they can sleep together. They're literally a, a couple. I don't see what's wrong with that. Yeah, and, and I'm and I'm pretty and so I'm pretty sure they're. 18 at this point anyway because like Lori like I, I, as far as I know did you gotta be like 18 to move out of your parents to like go to a college dorm or something like that as far as I know I gotta be 17 when I actually go to college but so like is that like it, so I mean it's not like it makes much of a difference like they're a couple anyway Lori let Bobby sleep in your room he is your boyfriend like I mean, I I know I said earlier that I don't want Bobby to be depicted as just Lori's boyfriend, and that's what I liked about episodes like Stress Test and This Bird Has Flown, but, like, you know. They could have slept on the couch. Someone could take the couch, not just the loud. The couch is free. I'm just kidding. just let just uh, let like them sleep on the couch. Like, they could share one couch. Yeah, that's fine. Couch. Yeah, I, I don't know. Like, I don't know who decided on this and thought it was a good idea, but... Again, if they ever do a crossover like this again, just let them sleep on the floor. You know, think about like Lucy would absolutely. I'm pretty sure Lucy did not like the idea of them sleeping in coffins. Like I, I don't know why. I just feel like she wouldn't like it. I mean, she was fine with it. She was like, uh, "I hope you guys have a good night," and just walked out the door. Like, oh, wait, yeah, 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 yeah. I remember that. Yeah, she was like, "I hope you guys have a good night." It's like, really? You think this is a good idea too? Like. Who sleeps in coffins yeah, you besides you? 
Like, where did she even get all those coffins? Are, are those like the mortician club coffins that were in Ghosted when the haiku and all the others like came to the college fairway? Or I don't know, even know. I, I just don't. I believe, so. I believe Lucy just has a whole collection of coffins because you know she does like her, you know, mortician club thing, and then she also helps with funerals. So she probably has a whole stack of them in her closet or something. Yeah, but, like, are you sure you want to do this? I said, that's believable. But I was about to say, are you sure about that? <laughs> yeah. Like, it is believable. I mean, it's believable at the very least. <laughs> it's a little creepy, but it's believable. That's true, yeah. I was going to say, who the hell would collect coffins for sport? Lucy, obviously. Lucy. Who else? <laughs> Well, the only one I can think of is Lucy. And all our Mortician Club friends. Let's see. Um, is there anything else you guys... Anything else you guys want to discuss with Curse? Anything else? Any other highlights from the special? Okay, I'm trying to think. I'm trying, I'm trying to think. Okay, okay, yeah. Like, I remember now. Like, uh, JD, do you want to go first? I feel like I take up too much. <laughs> uh, JD, is there any, any other highlights you want to talk about with Cursed? So, Lynn essentially gimped every lobby fan when you think about it. Oh yeah! Oh yeah, yeah, yeah! We almost yeah, got a lobby yeah, kiss! Sorry about that. Almost got a lobby kiss! <laughs> oh man. The last time we got an official lobby kiss in the show was La- was last Thanksgiving on the lips. And then they almost kissed here, but then Lynn just cucked them. But I feel like we'll get a kiss it in uh, the Christmas episode. Yeah. Wait, yeah, but it's like you- here. Lynn just goes, yeet, and punches right on past them. We're gonna like. Football push or something. I don't know. It was just crazy. She hit Bobby. She hit Bobby with a toilet paper. She hit with that. Like I need that. Uh, like yeah, yeah. Like Lynn, that was super rude. That's that's Lori's boyfriend. Like wow, Lori did nothing for, for Bobby in this entire episode. She just stood there like watching your boyfriend get abused like it's nothing. Yeah, and then technically Carlella. Yeah, those two with. Those two were so great together. Like, I want a whole episode about Carl and Lola and their, like, like, hatred towards each other for some reason. No, I made this joke that they're Vegeta and Frieza because those two hate each other. Imagine if we get the Carl and Lola episode and it just visually looks like an anime. <laughs> oh. That would be absolutely stupid, but friggin' fun. I mean... They kind of did that kind of thing in, like, one of the early Loud House shorts where they were fighting over the last slice of pizza. They, they kind of did that. So, so I'd say it's... Then, um, the ten-headed beast, they did that. Yeah, so I'd say it's not too far of a stretch. Yeah. But, yeah, um, uh, yeah but since, they're doing, since, since they're doing more... My point is, I wouldn't mind seeing one of those style change, though. That would be very interesting. Yeah. And especially in a gumball manner, that would be fun to, like, watch. Yeah, yeah. I definitely agree on that. Because, like, we had the Carl and Adelaide episode, which really did that. And, like, I thought Carl would have liked Lola because Lola's kind of, like, the second half of of Adelaide with, like, Adelaide. Because Adelaide's like Lola and Lana. They had, like, a fusion. But the fact that Carl and Lola yeah. just hate each other for some reason was really funny. And I want to see what, more of those two just, like, bickering yeah yeah i mean yeah i mean i think it's like it's like i think it's like carl 
Like, like we know that like Lola's the kind of kid who like snitches a lot, and she's real possessive and her of her stuff. And but then Carl's the kind of kid who's just like, I don't care. I just do what I want. I'm a gangster, you know. <laughs> so it kind of awesome. makes sense that it would. So it makes sense that they'd be like all at each other's throats in that kind of sense. Um, um, after something else related to curse, um, we saw like when Lynn threw that toilet paper roll at Bobby and the guest in the bathroom. We yeah, we saw Ronnie Ann actually put her hand hand on Lana's hat. Oh my, yeah, yeah. Like I I didn't notice that until someone pointed out on Twitter, and I'm like. Oh my god. She is so close to being a, an already loud sister, but we're not there yet. One day. I just want Roddy Ann to just interact more with all of the loud sisters. Like, I want to know how they feel about Roddy Ann, especially because her and Lincoln are so close. Like, what are their feelings on the two, you know? Because that's another thing I always want with Bobby as well, because, you know, Bobby knows that Sid and, Sid and Roddy Ann are super close and they're best friends. But how does Bobby feel about. Lincoln hanging out with Roddy, and after, you know, he almost, like, Lincoln almost, you know, hurt Roddy's feelings the, you know, the first time they actually went on a yeah. double date and stuff, yeah, so. I mean, like, yeah, I mean, I mean, the way Bobby, the way Ronnie Ann talks about Bobby, I mean, like, like in, the way Ronnie Ann talks about Lincoln now, I feel like Bob Bobby's more aware that Lincoln's pretty cool, and like, you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've always wanted that, and yeah. same thing with, like, Lori, with Lincoln and Roddy, and now, because, like, she used to, sh she used to be, like, the big shipper of Roddy Kid, and, you know, she was happy when, like, or she was telling Lincoln, like, I know you're excited to see Roddy in City Slickers, but, again, I'd like to see, like, now that their status is more than what they've been before, what, what do other people feel about them being together, so. I had an idea, like, for this where... Lori and Bobby got into a fight on their own or something while they're visiting in the city and Lincoln and Roddy find out they're fighting and Lincoln and Roddy are the ones that have to bring Lori and Bobby back together and so they all just go on a double date and Lincoln and Roddy and try to get Lori and Bobby to talk to each other again. That's the kind of thing I would oh, yeah, want yeah. if they did a save the date 2.0. Not the whole like Lincoln hurting Roddy's feelings and Bobby's upset about it. No, it'd be like Lori and Bobby would get into a fight and Lincoln and Roddy have to be the ones to bring them back together. Yeah. Yeah, because, like, maybe Lincoln is afraid that Laurie and Bobby splitting up or breaking up like that would mean he wouldn't be able to see, like, Roddy Ann anymore because Bobby would try to keep her away. Yeah, yeah. Not really, but I would say... But one thing I want to talk about is minor that The way they, like, formulated this episode, I really enjoyed I feel like if you want to make a really good crossover-like episode, this is the format you go with. Like, pre-established yeah. that they're going to go to that place. Like, like I counted how much time the lads were there for an episode. I counted eight minutes worth of, like, footage that included them or included the cast, the, um, Santiago's and the lads. Or included them in the wild house. Like, including the Lincoln phone call, I counted eight minutes worth of footage. And I feel like, considering uh, they managed at least 
Alan said Outlaw, I feel like if you wanted to expand, like, if you want to do another crossover between them, do it like that. Pre-establish that. Pre-establish that whoever they cross over with is going to play a major is going to play a part ahead of time before we see them. Like, they didn't have to set up the fact that Louds would Louds would offer it. Like, but they did. They they set up Lincoln and Bronnie, then they set it up Bobby Laurie. Then eventually both bond lines just connect. Anyway, that's all. Yeah, I like how they did that, because, um, yeah, especially considering they're, they're going to be doing more crossovers down the line, like, I feel like that's a good way to handle it. Like, if you're going to do a big crossover like that, like, uh, make it a make it a double-length episode, because you've got that, that time to, like, make sure everything's set up properly, if you know what I mean. So, yeah, I agree with what you said. Yeah, I definitely agree, because, like... I do like how they set it up in the episode with the Roddy Kid phone call and having, you know, because, like, when I first watched the episode and before the phone call, you know, R- Roddy and her family are in line to see Ernesto, and Roddy is chewing the bubble gum and blowing the, the bubble. And I was like, oh, wait a minute, that's what Lincoln does in the second half of the episode. And so then that's when he calls and they're both bonding over, you know, doing little shapes with bubble gum. And it's like, oh, look at them bonding. And then you, that's the setup and then the payoff is in the second half, which is great, you know, because that's the little thing they're fine with. And then, you know, we had the Lori and Bobby little call where she was like, oh, my boo-boo bear has all, a boo- has all boo-boos, which was too super precious. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was really cute. And then, of course, her saying, oh, why don't you guys just come over to the Loud House and stay with us? And then they set that up, which is great, because I do like when, you know, like you said, like, it is nice when, you know, the Louds should play a big role in the episode, but it also is nice when we get those little cameos because, you know, Lori's gotten, like, a bunch of cameos in the Casa Grandes and mentions from Bobby. But even though she doesn't play a significant role, like, you know, Bird has flown, she just shows up as a cameo phone call to be like, oh, yeah, I'm still here, I still exist kind of thing. Or in Friend Day, where, Lincoln, where Rodia was talking to Lincoln, but I feel like with Friend Day, it was more of, like, when she said that, you know, I saw an old guy with white hair that I thought it was you, it was setting up, oh, the, oh, she's lonely, but then she meets Sid, so that kind of makes sense, but I do like when they do kind of bring the Louds in as little cameos in random episodes to acknowledge that the relationships are still something important, like, you know, get Lori and Bobby most of the time. But yeah, if you are going to do another crossover, make sure you do establish the setup and payoff. But, um, you know, one of my favorite specials in the Loud House is Gladys Thanksgiving, which has both of my two favorite families and i feel like curse doesn't like it's not superior to last thanksgiving i don't think it lives up to what last thanksgiving did because of course last thanksgiving was a crossover but it has a lot of similarities with that you know last thanksgiving it was all about Lori and bobby and the last of casa grandes fighting over who would get them for thanksgiving the first half was trying to get Lori and bobby to stay and curse the first half was trying to try to show rosa and ernesto that the city that Great Lake City also stands for Good Luck City <laughs> and the video with Sergio and stuff. And then the second half was the crossover. Except with Last Thanksgiving, the Loud stayed the whole time and cursed. They just waved goodbye and then we never saw them again. And they probably still think the Casa Grandes are in the woods. <laughs> but yeah, I, I, 
I, you know, it doesn't, I was really hoping that Curse was going to be even better than last Thanksgiving with interactions and the crossover, but this was more just like, yeah, we, we're still, we're still doing crossover, but this is not like a really heavy crossover, and I hope maybe we'll get the true Last Thanksgiving uh, part two, because to me, this is just more like a, let's call it Last Thanksgiving 1.0 or 1.5 or something, because like, in the middle, not really a true cro- yeah, crossover. Say 1. 5. Yeah. 1.5, yeah. Not a true crossover, but just like, we remember that crossovers exist and we still want to have these two families come together and do like, you know, shipping and interactions, even though it's not a lot. It's more just the 1.5 of crossovers and then hopefully we get the true crossover after it. The 2.0, yeah. Yeah. Um, I think I think Curse worked, worked for what it was trying to do because, like, we knew it was mostly about Rosa thinking Great Lake City was cursed. So it's like a Casa Grande's episode first and then a crossover second. But I like... What, but, like, what they did with the crossover, especially the scene with them driving away and Lincoln watching. Yeah, I, I like, I just really like the way they actually handled the crossover aspect, even if they, even if the crossover wasn't, like, the biggest thing. Like, I mean, it's the most popular part of it, but it's not, like, the number one priority. It's, like, the number two priority, kind of. So, um,. Do you guys have any other final thoughts on Curse before we uh, head over to my last thing I want to do with you guys? Um, not much I haven't said already. Uh, I think I've pretty much finished up my thoughts. Uh, not really. Okay. So, yes, that was all of our... We had a very long discussion there about Curse, but um, there's one yeah. last thing I want to do with you guys before we go. A little bonus game I want to do with you guys. So, as you know, the Casa Grande's is finally done with season one. We are fi- we finally wrapped up season one. We're finally done with finally. season one at last. <laughs> and um, I decided um, my friend King Mitch actually gave me this idea for the podcast to do a little fun game comparing season one Loud House episodes to season one Casa Grande episodes. And so I made a little list of, of episodes I want to go through and ask you guys, to compare them, of which one is the better episode from the season? All right. Okay. Uh, this, is, this is probably going to have to take some, like, uh, remembering. Because this, this is going <laughs> to make me use some brain meats. Because yes. like, I haven't seen those episodes in a while. I like, I give you guys uh, some thinky food here. <laughs> but, um, okay, yeah. the first one I want to do. Yeah. All right. So the first one I want to do is an easy one since, you know, we're all big Roddy Kid shippers, so I want to start out with the first one, which is, which one is the better episode? Save the date versus the horoscope. Yes, that was one you said. So, JZ, since you suggested it, I'd like you to go first. Which one do you think is the better episode? So both have their iconic moments, let's be real, but on a, like, story-based, on a story-based quality, um, in terms of, like, quality and story horoscope wins but in terms of like actual fret like this but in terms of like an actual fresh feeling and it's more iconic value to the sh- to its show save the day but if i'm gonna go with the one i personally enjoyed more i'm gonna be honest it's uh save the day <laughs> i know that over, over, like season one lighthouse did not have the best writing but 
just felt like, like, it was the, like, when you think about it, it's actually one of the most unique episodes of its season, though. Like, every other episode is just Lincoln and the sisters, or just Lincoln solo. What happened, we actually got Lincoln plus someone else that had been introduced ahead of time. But in, meanwhile, in Horoscope, it's pre-established, but horse, but like, save the date just feels more fresh because you don't know much about the way these two interact until you fully watch it. Whereas Horoscope ahead of time, you know how they interact. That fair? That's fair, yeah. Uh, Nino, what about yeah. you? Save the date or Horoscope? Okay, um... Well, first off, I've talked to you about this. You know I don't like how Bobby ditched Lori because Lincoln hurt Ronnie Ann's feelings. Like, I'm not the biggest fan of that. But, like, then again, you did say that, like, Bobby's protective of his sister and doesn't want her feelings being hurt. But, but like... Yeah, I mean, like, at the time... Like, JD said, at the time, there wasn't really much going for season one, like, episodes just kind of happened, like, uh, like, like, it was new for its time, like, as people were starting to, like, watch it and get into it, and the fandom was starting to form. Like, like the episodes were, 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 like, pretty good season one, but, like, save the date, like, that's the kind of thing that, uh, that's, that's the kind of defining moment that really sets the kind of show in stone. Along with relative chaos, but this isn't about that. Yeah, not yet. Not until season two is done with Casa Grandes. Yeah, yeah, but but say yeah, save the day. It definitely set the uh, set the Loud House on its path towards becoming a relevant big sensation. So, yeah. So um, and like the fact that Ronnie Ann and Lincoln like they actually kissed in that episode, even though we had that was like. Ronnie Ann's first physical appearance. So like so like the fact that they that was the the fact that they kissed that early, like in the show, instead of like Ronnie Ann just being like a crush like in hat that just kind of develops over time. But yeah, they actually like kicked off the their the Ronnie thing with a kiss and like and their development as as a as the Ronnie as a duo, like their development went on from there, and it's actually really interesting to think about in context of what happened. Because, like, because like my head canon is that they kiss to like just just to get Lori and Bobby off their backs. Because because they because they both knew that they, Bobby would be angry and Lori would be whining and all that. So yeah, but like overall, save the date is like. Save the date is what, like, like I don't know, like it just like it just. Well, I mean, JD said it best. Like, it was pretty unique for its time, and and it started off Ronikin development in a really interesting way. And and they start to connect with each other a lot more over the course of the show, over like four or five seasons, stuff like that. <laughs> And then we got the Casa Grande spinoff, which allowed, which which puts even more of a spotlight on Ronnie Ann because she got really she got super popular in the fandom, and and Nick was like, 
oh, we got to do more with Ronnie Ann and Bobby and the rest of the family. <laughs> like, like, save the date was a really big thing for the show. It, it really put it in the spotlight. And, like, well, like, as for Horoscope, like, Horoscope is also interesting because, like, because, like, we know that, like, Ronnie Ann is worried. If Ronnie Ann is afraid of getting too deeply involved with Lincoln that quickly because she doesn't know. She's worried it'll turn out wrong and it'll ruin everything because as we've seen more of Ronnie Ann and her development as an individual character, we see that she takes this kind of thing more seriously, especially like her parents divorcing, having to move away from Royal Woods to live at the Casa Grande's, like all that. But like, all of this wouldn't have happened without Save the Day. Um, yeah, Save the Date is just really monumental, so I'd say that's the better episode. But Horoscope is really good in its own right, because we got to see, like, Ronnie Ann's side of the relationship. Yeah. So, yeah. I would definitely agree, because, like, without Save the Date, Horoscope wouldn't exist. <laughs> you know? Like, yeah, I don't yeah. think we've ever gotten Horoscope if Save the Date never would have happened, you know? Because Save the Date was the whole like, real establishment of Roddy Ken being a thing that exists in the show. Because, like, you know, if Roddy Ann would have never been, you know, made as a character, like, who would Lincoln be paired up with in Save the Day, or if we ever would have gotten episodes like that, or, again, developing their relationship, because, you know, you would think with season one, they they didn't know how popular Roddy was going to get until that episode. And once the episode happened, you know, they were like, Oh well, Roddy is like super duper popular. Well, how is that possible? Well, because you paired her yeah. up with Lincoln, that makes sense, you know. Once you make a character okay, for, sh- oh, no, go ahead. Yes. Okay, hot take. That is the most in. Say the day is the most influential episode in both series. Yeah, but like when I mean like it's the most influential. I mean like not just because it set up Ronnie Ken and it made Ronnie and the fan a beloved fan favorite she is now but I mean like when you think about it this was the one episode that really like actually got into people's minds and told them what shit am I missing out on because oh my god this is actually fantastic well the that's the first episode I saw with the Loud House you know because I saw a poster for Save the Date, and I was like, oh, well, I don't know who these characters are, but I'm really interested in what could happen. And without the Save the Date, I would not be into the Loud House right now, because, you know, I, I was I liked the sh- I liked what I saw, but then when I saw the Roddy Kid kiss, I was like, well, now I want to know where this goes. And it's been, like, an ongoing thing. Like, I was afraid that Roddy Ann would not come back after Save the Date or Season 1 or anything, because, you know, she only had three appearances in season one, then season two, of course, they moved her away. But then once, you know, she got her own show, they finally said, oh, right, we actually have to keep, you know, establishing her relationship with Lincoln, because that's kind of the important thing that's been building up for four seasons, counting all her appearances in each season of Loud House. She's a very important character in Lincoln's life that they actually keep, need to keep remembering. So, without, yeah. but again, without Save the Date, 
she wouldn't be this fan favorite character, you know? People people would probably yeah. still like her. But but again, yeah. the reason that she's so popular is because of her relationship with Lincoln. We love seeing them together. They have such a great they've such great chemistry together. It's like we want to see more of this. Like don't forget that these two have a great establishing relationship. You know, it's it, it and without stay to date we wouldn't have like you know like shell shock and relative chaos and city slickers and we wouldn't have this whole story and again we wouldn't have horoscope horoscope wouldn't exist without save the date i would have gotten that scene and curse exactly like we like horoscope is like the shipping fuel episode but if riding kid was never a thing we wouldn't get it Kickstart. Exactly. Like we we, we we without them being established as a thing, we would not gotten horoscope. Then it's it, it had it's part of oh. one of the big story arc. Like I I was I don't know to say story arcs, but like one of the biggest developing arcs of Lincoln's relationship. They're just best friends, you guys. Best friends. <laughs> best friends. Just a couple of pals. We all collectively agree, save the day. <laughs> all right, so we gotta get into the next one before we go out of out of uh, chaos. Um, yeah, okay, so yeah. the, the next one I have on this list here is Study Muffin from Season 1 versus Stress Test from Casa Grande Season 1. Yeah. Oh, okay. uh, 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 JD, go first. Yeah, JD, I JD, I'd like you to go first. Uh, Study Muffin from Loud House or Stress Test from Casa Grande's? The only reason most people, the only reason I would say I know Study Muffin is either because you, or because the sisters were straight sipping. <laughs> Meanwhile, Stress Test, you, Stress Test is a really good Bobby episode. Study Muffin is a very mid-tier, loud sister sip. Study Muffin is hilarious for the sipping aspect, but Stress Test is just genuinely better. It has ten, one has nine sisters thirsting over a grown-ass man. And the other one is about a, a teenager who's going through a relatable struggle of how can I complete this test? And truthfully, stress test is the better episode. <laughs> okay, Nina, you know, what about you? Study muffin or or stress test? I, I feel like I would know your answer. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right, all right. About the uh, all right, all right, it's study muffin, isn't it? <laughs> um. Okay. Yeah. It, it was like uh. It was like JD said. Um. Like studying, like studying muffin, like, like it was okay, like for its time, because like season one, like that was when the show was just getting started, and and it was it was still like trying to like to figure out what it wanted to do, and like like now it's at the point where like they know what they're doing. Like I'd say, study muffin was good, was okay for its time, because like it was pretty funny, like. Seeing the sisters simping, like like JD said, but um, but like like in hindsight, it just feels like it just feels like a funny episode. Like you would see the kind of episode, the kind of thing you would see in like a lot of other cartoons or something. Like it just kind of exists for me, if you know what I mean. And then like stress tests, stress tests. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Stress. Yeah, I feel like you already know what I'm gonna say, but I'm gonna. Say. Yeah, stress test. Stress test. The stress test is the reason I ended up loving Bobby as a character. Like, I watched that episode, and he was getting super nervous. 
he was afraid he was gonna fail and all that. Like, like seeing that all that unfold was the moment that made me realize I was gonna like Bobby as a character a lot more than I did back when he was just Lori's boyfriend. Because like when I watched when I was watching stress tests and seeing all that happen, I, I resonated with Bobby a lot and like. Like, when I was in high school, I always had, like, trouble focusing, and I was afraid of failing and all that. Like, so, like, seeing Bobby go through that same kind of struggle, it definitely made me feel like I wasn't alone in the world. And, like, there were other people with that, dealing with that same kind of thing. But, like, when I was in high school, I always felt alone. Like, I felt like nobody really understood me. So seeing Bobby go through it all, yeah, it just made me, it just made me really resonate with him a lot. Like I saw how his family was so supportive of him, and and it's just the kind of thing where like I wish that would have happened with me, and I'm like I don't know, but but that I don't I don't want to get too depressing, but like I that that was the moment, like the moment. That made me realize Bobby was a favorite of mine. Like watching that episode, it definitely it made me feel like I wasn't alone. I, I had that kind of character that I could project on, like the, like the, a character I can see myself in. And like this episodes like str- episodes like Flea Market and This Bird Has Flown, they continued that, and that and that's just the reason I love Bobby today. And and it's that episode that gave Bobby a lot, and and it and it started giving Bobby development as an individual character. When back in the day he was just Laurie's boyfriend and kind of sort of and kind of sort of Ronnie Ann's sister, like like that was the episode that started Bobby that met started to make Bobby his own character, and like the reason I love him as a character today, and like. Yeah, I gotta say stress test is my favorite because of that. Because I definitely wasn't expecting to see that much of myself and Bobby and like it was just really intriguing to me. It was just awesome. So yeah, I'd say stress test is better. Yeah, I I, I would oh yeah. I definitely would say stress test for sure, because that is that is an episode that anybody can relate to with struggling on tests and stuff because as someone who's diagnosed with ADHD, like, when I saw the episode about Bobby struggling on doing a test, I was like, oh, well, that's exactly something that I've experienced with my life, where Study Muffin is just cringe AF. Like, no, I, I don't want to watch Study Muffin again. Like, never again, especially because, like, Lori, like, Lori forgets about Bobby, but then it's like, you know, I had a crush on, a, I, I, crush on, Bobby had a crush on a teacher, but that was BL before Lori. Yeah, pl- no, Lori, don't. <laughs> but yeah, stress oh. test, the better episode by a long shot. Never want to watch Study Muffin again. <laughs> okay, let's move on to the next one I have here, which is from The Loud House Season 1, Serial Fender, the episode where Lincoln wants to get uh, that cereal at the store, versus uh, Who's Shopping for Dinner, the one with Ronnie and getting ingredients for Rosa. Uh, JD, I want to ask you, which is the better episode, Serial Fender or Who's Shopping for Dinner? Wait, wait. Hope, like, I get that the season one formula was to have Lincoln learn a lesson more and more. But, like, I'm not even gonna lie. It is a very mean-spirited episode for the way it treated him. 
What about you, Nito? Uh, cereal fender who shopping for dinner? Okay, um, I honestly didn't really remember what happened in Serial Offender until JD started talking about it earlier. Um, but um, what I think about like what he said, like um, like I do think that uh, in hindsight, a lot of season one episodes. Like, I felt like the lessons they were trying to teach, like, most of the time, it felt like they were just kind of talking down to the audience, uh, like like they're stupid or something. But, like, I don't know, like, I, I honestly haven't watched, like, a lot of season one episodes in a while, because they just don't really seem to interest me anymore. They just kind of happened, and, like, I'm now past them, but... Uh, um, I, I like I had to go by guess who's shopping for dinner by by default because, like, I don't know, serial offender just like happened and I like forgot about it. Whereas with guess who's shopping for dinner, they did a lot. Like they took a very, they took a very basic premise and they did something really cool with it, like with Phoebe Powers and all that. Like, like me, like me and Sonny were talking about that the last time I was on the podcast when they, when that episode had come out, and like they took that very simple premise and of like Ronnie Ann learns how to handle uh, groceries or something, and they did something really cool with it. Like Ronnie Ann wanted to go see the see the new Phoebe Powers movie and get an autograph from Phoebe Powers herself. But, but she had to get those groceries uh, for for Rosa, and, and then like it turned out like, but I, like I, I'm pretty sure y'all already know what, where I'm going with this. Like, like they took a basic premise and did something really. They made it a very enjoyable episode. So like, it's that kind of thing that I want to see more of in the Castle Grandes and the Loud House. So like, guess who's shopping for dinner would would probably be my pick. Yeah, I definitely agree, because, like, Serial Fender, like, again, it's one of those season one episodes I've never, I haven't revisited in a long time, and I told myself eventually I will try to go back and watch season one of Loud House again, because I did it, like, two years ago to change my opinion on episodes, but I haven't revisited it since then, and there's also episodes from the other seasons I haven't revisited that I want to go back to, so I haven't seen an episode in a while, but I do agree that Who Shopping for Dinner is probably superior, just because... They're both similar in premises, just from, like, them both shopping for stuff. But in the case of Roddy and, you know, they did a great job with, like, doing it with a simple premise. We were all like, oh, Roddy is shopping for ingredients. That'll be kind of boring. 
but they did the whole thing with Phoebe Powers, and the ending was really climatic, and they did such a good job with it, and you know, Roddy and Lordy, that this, this, that, that, you can't always go the easy way out on these kind of things, and I really did like the way they did that with that episode, and yeah, I definitely would agree that's the better episode for sure. Okay. Yeah, so I definitely think um, that'll be the last one we'll do now so we can wrap this whole thing up. But uh, yeah, so JD, Nino, thank you guys both so much for coming on to the podcast. Both of you showing up this time on, on the podcast. No I really... problem. Thank you guys again for coming on. Yeah it's, been real... yeah, it's been really fun to come on the podcast again. Like, to, for us to like ramble about Ronnie Ken for like <laughs> 10, 20 minutes on end. Yeah. <laughs> I do because you two are two of the really big Ronnie fans I know in the Discord server. So I want to have two people on for this special episode because, you know, we, we need to highlight all the Ronnie King because, yeah, there was a lot of fuel in that episode for sure. So, and yeah. again, and thank you guys for doing the little uh, game there for it. It was really fun to compare those episodes. But again, thank you guys so much for doing this. But uh, before we go, is. Um, uh, I want to ask you, uh, JD, you go first. Is there anything you want to plug? Any social media you want to plug on my show? Well, um, I did it last time, but as always, you can find me on Twitter as your homie JD. Find me on Instagram as Future Zenorod. Or, or, and YouTube as a derp, as derp weed. Otherwise, that's it. And, and Nina, what about you? Any social media you like to plug on my show? Yeah, um, yeah, I'm on Twitter as Neobia Moon, uh, so I talk a lot about the Loud House on there, and I occasionally also talk about other shows like Hilda and Amphibia, and also like video games like oh, Sonic and all that. Awesome. And um, and um, I've also I'm currently doing, I'm I'm I've also got a Ronnie Ann dances two song account. And um, it's a, I take a gif of like Ronnie Ann doing that dance from the, uh, from the from the Drug acid trip, trip the, the acid trip cleansing port part from Cursed. So I put so I take that gif and put a song over that, and uh, and I'm taking DMs, uh, and I'm taking DMs, I'm taking song submissions in my DMs, and I'll get around to them as soon as I can. So uh. Yeah, that's what that's what I've been doing. Yeah, when when JD posted that yesterday, and I'm like, wait, Nino set this up, and I was like, this is the greatest thing I've ever seen. The Radia dances account that is amazing. Oh, I almost set it up, but I gave him the first three songs. Honestly, I didn't expect. Honestly, I was surprised at how much the the week the online um, lights went blew up. But I can see why though, because they did that man dirty. Yes, please, everybody, go check out the Roddy and Dances account. It's, it's, it's the greatest thing I've ever seen. Um, and yes, as for me, if you have any questions about the podcast or want to discuss the podcast with me, you can contact me over at Clips on Twitter or at the podcast's Twitter, Castellau Chats. And again, I want to thank JD and Neil for coming on again as my two special guests my two special guests for this show. And we'll see you all next time on Castellau Chats.